0: Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, the Eric Erickson show across the nation from Atlanta, Georgia. Glad to have you with me today. The phone number, if you want to be on the program, is 877-973-7425. You can also uh, reach me on social media at E.W. Erickson, uh, E.W. Erickson. If you want the podcast, if you want the show notes, if you want the daily email, text the word show to three, three, seven, seven, seven. We got to talk about the summer, the seasonal summer rioting. It looks like it's going to come back to, to get into this topic. I, I, I gotta, I gotta start here. I was going to talk about it last hour, but with the market news and the markets are still just bad. Everything is bad. Um, I think it's a fact that people on the right tend to understand the views of people on the left better than people on the left understand the views of people on the right. And it actually gives people on the right somewhat of an advantage in being able to talk to voters in general. And we're seeing that in a lot of the polling that's out there. The reason this is the case is because so much of the media is also on the left, that the media, when it presents stories, tends to present them from the views of the left. And the left increasingly caricatures anyone who disagrees with them. So, for example, if you're on the left and you want to understand the right's view on abortion you immediately descend to, well, you just want to control women's bodies. You want the government to tell women what to do with their bodies. Actually, an overwhelming issue is that uh, the Roe v. Wade decision was constitutional overreach, that you can't read the Constitution in any way, shape, or form and find a right to an abortion in it, so it should have been dealt with at the state legislative level. Uh, Under the 10th Amendment, where things not expressly consented to Congress or granted to Congress under the Constitution or left specifically with any other group are dealt with by the states and the people. That's the actual argument there. Now, we understand that on the left, uh, they believe that uh, women should be able to terminate a pregnancy. Uh, Oftentimes, they don't accept it's a human being. They try to obfuscate that it's a human being so they can get around the issue of, are you taking a human being's life? Regardless of that, They believe that for whatever reason, it's a woman's body. She has to carry the child. If it is an inconvenience to her in some capacity, she should be able to terminate it. It should be her choice and only her choice. People on the right would say that, well, as a matter of fact, uh, it's another human being. And if you don't want that human being to reside in you, uh, don't have sex. And if you want to jump immediately to the extreme cases of rape and incest, we can have separate conversations on what the implications there are. There are some pro-lifers who uh, support exceptions to an abortion ban for those things. But that's somewhat of a separate topic. You must first arrive at the issue of is it a human being? Is it indwelled with rights? Does it have a soul if you're a religious person? Regardless, though, these are the, the complexities that the left uh, reduces to a caricature of, well, you just want to control women. It's amazing to me the number of times I see progressives tweet out things like, you know, If we made men responsible for uh, child uh, welfare and and child support the moment a woman got pregnant, people on the right would support abortion. No, actually, that's something we've advocated for. And then there's the gun issue. Uh, The number of times I've seen a progressive on social media say, I don't know why Republicans like open carry. Don't they realize black people are going to be able to carry guns? Yes, we do, and we support it they simply don't have to understand our concerns, our views or our ideas because the media itself does not concern itself with those ideas and views and the like. They, they simply don't do it. And the result is a descent into caricature of the right by the left that once an independent, moderate, curious voter finds and encounters someone on the right who actually can articulate both sides of the issue, a lot of these people are drawn in to the right. The other dangerous thing for the left right now is that uh, they are so deluded. Roy Texera, the, the, the pollster, calls it the Fox News fallacy. He's given it a term that if Fox News covers a story, the left presumes no one truly cares about the story. Fox News, more than other media outlets, has disproportionately covered the story about the Florida Parental Rights and Education Act, uh, the so-called Don't Say Gay Bill. The left came up with that term, poll-tested, focus-grouped it to try to to drive up opposition. And in Florida, a majority of Democratic primary voters, according to polling, uh, media polling, not not right-wing polling, media polling, I think it was the Miami Herald, That opposed the legislation, its polling showed a majority of Democratic primary voters support the legislation. The Fox News polling that's out there, and again, uh, if you're on the left, you tend to be dismissive of a Fox. I get it. You shouldn't be here because the Fox News polling has been remarkably uh, pro-Joe Biden. The Fox News poll actually has a a higher approval rating for Joe Biden at 45% than most other polling out there. The problem, however, is that he is absolutely on issue after issue, disastrous. On his handling of the COVID pandemic, 49% approved. That's his best. 40% approve of Joe Biden's handling of... Uh, climate change. This, by the way, this is among registered voters. 40% on climate change, 39% his handling of Russia, 36% the economy, 34% guns, 33% crime, 32% in immigration, 28% inflation. That's rather brutal polling. Kamala Harris's approval rating is also disastrous with 41% disapproval. But what's interesting, though, are the issues. According to the Fox News polling, do you know most people believe that instead of restricting guns, you should be tougher on criminals? What do you think is more likely to decrease gun violence? Tighter restrictions on guns, 33%. Tougher penalties on criminals, 54%. 54%. What do you think is more likely to decrease gun violence? Better enforcement of existing gun laws, 47%. More laws regulating guns, 34%. Amazing. Amazing. But it's not just that. Only 18% of Americans, according to Fox News, think that their family's financial situation is better today. 44% say it's worse. 38% say it's about the same. That's not good. How responsible do you think government regulation on energy production is responsible for current gas prices? 77% of Americans say government regulation is responsible. 71%, interestingly enough, say domestic oil companies are responsible. 70% say the Biden uh, administration's policies are responsible. 66% say Vladimir Putin is responsible. More Americans think Joe Biden's policies are responsible for high gas prices than think Vladimir Putin is responsible. In general, do you think immigrants who come to the United States today help the country and make it a better place to live or hurt the country and make it a worse place to live? 45% say they help the country. 39% say they hurt the country. Uh, Last year was 48% help, 39% hurt. The hurt number has stayed fairly consistently. Compared to two years ago, is the country's border security better or worse? 50% say worse, 11% say better, 35% about the same. How much, if anything, have you heard about the Biden administration's decision to end Title 42? 61% have heard about it. Are you in favor of keeping it or not? 63% are in favor of keeping it. 63% say they are in favor of keeping it. That includes, by the way, Democrats. If you listen to the Democrats in Washington and you listen to the coverage on television, you would think Democrats are all in favor of giving up Title 42. The politicians are. The Democratic voters are not. How do you view abortion? Only 27% say it should be legal in all cases at all times. 11% say it should always be illegal. 43% say it should be illegal except in certain circumstances. Put in perspective, 54% of Americans say abortion should be illegal except in certain circumstances. Recently, some states passed laws that ban abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, except in case of medical emergency. 50% favor those rules. 54% favor a ban after 15 weeks. I bring up the Fox News polling again because it has Joe Biden doing better with the public than any of the other major polling firms. And yet it shows consistently, as do the other polling out there, the the Wall Street Journal poll, the Washington Post-ABC poll, the NBC Wall Street Journal poll, they all show that Americans' views align more with the Republicans right now than the Democrats. Americans' views align more with Republicans on immigration. Americans' views align more with Republicans on border security. Americans' views align more with Republicans on inflation, the cause of oil prices being the Biden administration fault. Americans tend to be more pro-life and more in favor of restricting or banning abortion than the media would have you believe. Americans tend to be more likely to believe that cracking down on criminals, not guns, is the way to improve the crime situation in the country. Time and time again, if Fox News raises an issue, the media, the rest of the media says, well, it's not an issue for America. Actually, Americans tend to agree with Fox News. Americans tend to be people who listen to what Fox News has been saying. There's a reason a majority of Americans listen to Fox compared to the other outlets. And the media and the Democrats occupy the same bubble. And in that bubble, Fox is bad and racist, and Americans who listen to it are bad and racist. And in fact, the Fox News polling suggests a majority of Americans care about these issues the way people who watch Fox News care about these issues. Again, a majority of Americans support laws that prohibit teachers from talking about gender and sexual orientation. That's not a majority of Republicans, that's a majority of registered voters in the United States. 60% of parents with children under the age of 18 agree with that proposition. The only group of people who do not agree with that are white, college-educated Democrats. That's not the demographic you want to be in. But what is the result of this? The result is the summer seasonal rioting. As the Democrats believe from media coverage that they're in the majority, that the Democrats believe that they're in the right, that the Democrats believe they have the moral high ground, and they're losing so they express themselves in terms of violence on the streets. It's coming. It's already started again this year. It is going to be disastrous for the Democrats as a result. It is going to be absolutely disastrous for the Democrats. They don't see it coming. They don't appreciate it. They don't understand it because they live in the same bubble with the media. And you know what's going to happen? That rioting, just like happened in 2020, is going to rapidly push more people to the right. The difference now is that the Democrats are in charge and there's a Republican wave coming. And this is only going to amplify the wave. They are starting to realize the Dobbs decision, if it comes out as seen in the leak, it's not going to pad the margins for the Democrats. And all that's going to do is make them even angrier. If the Democrats can't get out of seasonal cyclical rioting, it's going to push more and more of the country to the right. Hispanic voters right now are rapidly moving to the GOP. And there's troubling data for the Democrats that married black couples are also moving to the GOP. And it has everything to do not with the Republicans, but with the Democrats going nuts. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. The president has a new problem. (laughs) Well, new problem, same as the old problem. Joe Manchin. Democrats believe uh, they're mad about the policy implications of this draft Supreme Court opinion. They believe politically they might benefit from it. Uh, but that depends where you go state by state and what that lawmakers' particular views are. Joe Manchin is an opponent of abortion rights. He was asked about it today, and he said that's not the number one issue back home. This is. Inflation is the number one driving factor, I believe, in my state. Right now, it's hurting everybody, not just at the pump, but at the uh, at the grocery store, at the drugstore, at the pharmaceutical. everything they do. Uh, yeah and as a result joe manchin is saying uh, no no more big deals in congress this year the democrats were hoping before the election they could score another very big deal that they could get joe manchin on board for some some wild ride of some kind and it's not going to happen now joe manchin says inflation is a real problem and by the way it is a real problem it is a major problem that Americans see, and they blame Joe Biden for it. By the way, uh, there's this idea on the left that they're going to primary Joe Manchin in West Virginia. Give it a try. Give it a try. Uh, You know what happens if Joe Manchin goes away tomorrow? The Republicans take back the Senate. If anything, uh, Joe Manchin has done the Republicans a big favor by not flipping to the GOP because Chuck Schumer is the face of the Senate. He's the leader of the Senate. This isn't going to help the Democrats in the way they think, trying to go after Joe Manchin. It just hands the Senate to Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell will gladly take the Senate back from you. Gladly take it back and shut down the committees and everything else. I, how do they get so bad at this? How did they get so bad at reading the landscape? They really, and this honestly, th- there are two major problems for the Democrats. One, all of their major policy gains in the last fifty years have come from progressive courts. Two, they have not been able to win elections to use the power. Progressive courts have given them. You cannot get a 50-50 Senate and almost lose the House of Representatives and think you're going to fundamentally transform America, but progressives believed that they could. And in believing that they could, progressives are getting played by their own side. They have extraordinarily high demands for the Democrats, and they can't meet those demands. They can't meet them. They don't have the votes to get it done. They can't get rid of the filibuster. Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema say they're not going to get rid of the filibuster. And by the way, um, the whole talk about the filibuster is going away now because Republicans are going to take back the House of Representatives. Just on redistricting alone, Republicans will pick up at least 10 seats in the House, which means they will control the House, which means really nothing's going to get through the Senate anyway if the Democrats control it. So why scrap the filibuster? And if the Republicans take back the Senate, they're not going to get rid of the filibuster. I know Democrats like to say, we should get rid of the filibuster because Republicans will. Actually, Republicans controlled the Senate for two years with Donald Trump in charge of the White House and him demanding they get rid of the filibuster. They caved to Donald Trump on everything except that. The only people who would kill the filibuster are progressives. And the last time they killed the filibuster... It allowed the Republicans to get a pro-life Supreme Court majority to kill Roe v. Wade. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on this year' program, glad to have you with me today. Uh, I, I don't want to keep talking about this issue. We, we, this has been exhausting, but I got to actually focus on uh, one last angle on this Dobbs situation, it's an interview with Tim Ryan, the congressman from Ohio, who's the Democratic Senate nominee there. He was on with Brett Baer on special report last night, and Brett Baer pushed him on the issue Of abortion, you should know by the way that uh, in Georgia, Stacey Abrams has suspended fundraising for her campaign to fundraise for the abortion cause, and said uh, essentially she's in favor of abortion on demand until the moment of birth. So Tim Ryan, who is a perceived moderate, goes on with Brett Bear and really does not want to engage at all on the issue of abortion and tries to dodge the question. And Brett Baer works very hard to pin him down on the issue and remarkably gets Tim Ryan to admit that he wants to leave it up to the woman until the moment of birth. Now, for some of you, you will say that makes sense. That's the plausible good answer. The problem, however, is that a majority of Americans, 54%, want either restrictions or an outright ban on abortion. Only 24% of Americans support abortion up until the moment of birth. Not only that, Tim Ryan was on with CNN as well and dodges on whether or not he'll get Joe Biden to come campaign for him. Uh, Let me rearrange my router here. I had to take it off during commercial break. Here we go. (laughs) President Biden, will you invite President Biden to come campaign for you? Look, we welcome everybody's support, um, but I will be the face of this Mm. campaign. I don't think, you know, surrogates are going to play a huge role here. (laughs) That's a no. That's a we welcome everybody's support. We don't think surrogates are going to play a huge role here. This isn't the refreshing encouragement that you should have for the Democrats and, and for him to be dodging on the issue of abortion. Let me read you his words. I was trying to see if I could find the actual audio. Fox doesn't have it. They've just got the, the transcript. Um, look, this is Tim Ryan. Look, I think what we had established in Roe is something that we can continue to work with, and I think those can be the parameters. But then again, if you get rid of what was established law, which in many ways was conservative to keep that, to appreciate stare decisis and make sure we appreciate the law, like Plessy versus Ferguson— If we move away from that, you get states like Ohio that have some of the most extreme laws in the whole country, where if you are a young girl and you have been raped or there's been incest, you can't uh, have to the state, the government is going to force you to bring the baby to term. Brett Barris says, my question was about any limits to abortion at any point, late term, anything. Tim Ryan, look, you got to leave it up to the woman. You and I sitting here can't account for all the different scenarios that a woman dealing with the complexities of a pregnancy are going through. How can you and I figure that out? Aren't you elected to figure those things out? That's the problem. A majority of women, 70% of women, listen, particularly those of you who are progressives who are hate listening right now. Seventy percent of women in the United States of America want to ban abortion after 15 weeks, except in cases where the life of the mother is in jeopardy. Not the health of the mother, the life of the mother. Seventy percent of women in the United States of America want to ban abortion after 15 weeks. It's an extremist position to have abortion on demand until the end. And it forces the Democrats to get into some very difficult questions. Is sex-selective abortion okay? Is sex-selective abortion okay? Should women be able to terminate a pregnancy if they find out they're having a girl or a boy? These are questions that are coming now. Chuck Schumer is going to hold a vote on the floor of the Senate about abortion. Uh, Abortion on demand until the moment of birth. The Democrats think they're going to win. And this is the larger problem here. And look, it's broken record time. I'm sorry I make this point a lot. Have I told you all the joke? I, I, I'm sure I have. There's a little Baptist church. Little Baptist church is trying to find a new preacher. They bring this young guy in. This young guy preaches on, on hellfire and brimstone and love your neighbor. And it is a powerful sermon on on Jesus says love your neighbor. And if you don't love your neighbor, you don't love Jesus. And if you don't love Jesus, you are going to hell. And they're like, wow, that's a tremendous sermon. This guy, he's got a heart for the Lord. Let's bring him back next week. Bring him back next week, let him preach again. So he comes back and he preaches the exact same sermon, word for word, hellfire and brimstone. You gotta love your neighbor. If you don't love your neighbor, you don't love Jesus. If you don't love Jesus, you don't love the Lord. And they think, well, that's perplexing. Maybe we need to bring him back one more time just to see maybe he had a bad week. Maybe it was off. Maybe something wasn't going well in seminary or with his home life. So they bring him back a third week and the preacher preaches the same sermon again. Hellfire and brimstone, word for word. You got to love your neighbor. If you don't love your neighbor, you don't love Jesus. If you don't love Jesus, you're going to hell. And after it's over, the deacons come up to him and they said, buddy, we really like this sermon, but we've heard it three weeks in a row. You okay? Preacher says, I'm fine. They said, well, why'd you preach the sermon three weeks in a row, the same sermon? He says, well, have y'all done what I said yet? Moral of the story. I'm gonna be a broken record here. I'm gonna talk about something I've talked about repeatedly because the point is clearly not making it home for some people. The Democrats and the media reside in the same universe. And that universe is not the universe you and I live in. The universe we live in is called reality the the doctor strange and the the multiverse of madness movie comes out what, today it comes out tonight the kids want to go see it and it's about the multiverse in marvel where you've got the these this is you know they don't believe in jesus they believe in the multiverse we got all these different universes on different timelines and it's the same people inhabiting the same jobs but some are good and some are bad and it's all very weird It's a comic book creation that has some plausible quantum physics that suggests maybe it's possible, eh, whatever. The Democrats inhabit a universe that is not the reality the rest of us live in. The reality the rest of us live in, the border is not a Republican-created problem. The border is a problem. In the universe that we live in where reality exists, abortion is not popular. In the reality in which we exist, Joe Biden, not Vladimir Putin, is responsible for high gas prices. In the reality in which we exist, Joe Biden and the Democrats' high spending is responsible for inflation. In the reality in which we exist, inflation is not a good thing, but to the Democrats, it's a good thing. In the reality in which we exist, crime is a problem, not the police. In the reality in which we exist, Hispanic voters don't want their kids indoctrinated on transgenderism in public school, but the Democrats think it's a good thing. The Democrats are out to lunch on these things because they live in a world where the media that tries to construct our reality exists. But in the age of the Internet and social media and getting your information from friends, in a postmodernism that is very relational, you relate to people who believe your worldview. You're more likely to get stories from those people. You're more likely to believe someone like me who's with you every day, who hopefully to some degree you trust me, as opposed to some random dude at the New York Times who tells you what to believe. It's very hard for the Democrats to shape our reality today. Reality is shaped by real world events. And you used to rely on progressives in the press to tell you what those real world events were and interpret them for the and interpret them for you. Now you can see the TikTok video of the insane leftist who wants to indoctrinate your child. And when the media refuses to tell you it's happening or tells you it's not happening, they're essentially telling you, don't believe your lying eyes. They haven't adjusted to the game as played. They haven't adjusted to the rules. For 50 years, the Democrats relied on regulators and judges to give them disproportionate cultural clout. And it's all starting to go away, and they haven't adapted. The day will come when it's the Republicans on the losing side. There's nothing permanent. In American politics the day will come when it's the Republicans who are upside down with voters the day will come when voters hate Republicans not Democrats but right now the Democrats and the media are both hated when Joe Biden spoke at the Washington White House correspondence dinner nerd prom he made the joke that he was delighted to speak to the one group of people in America less popular than him and the crowd laughed but they get the joke. The American press corps is not popular. Trust in the media is at an all time low. And it's because so many people can see the real world. They see it in the videos posted online. They see it in their neighborhood. They see it in their family. They see it in reality. And so many members of the media are so invested in trying to help Joe Biden and prop up the Democrats. they tell you what you see isn't true and don't believe your lying eyes. Kamala Harris has refused to be in a video for Joe Biden with Joe Biden to defend Joe Biden and his bailout of student loans, which isn't really going to happen. Joe Biden has been pressured by the left to cancel tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. Joe Biden is resisting doing it. Joe Biden tried to do a video on social media about what he was doing to help students. Kamala Harris refused to be in the video of the president of the United States because she was afraid of upsetting progressives because what Joe Biden wants to do does not go far enough. What Joe Biden wants to do is not popular with the public, but he's got to do something to give the progressive base some sort of win because they've gotten really nothing. Kamala Harris refused to be a part of it because she wants to do more. Here's the problem. What Joe Biden wants to do is not really popular at all. What Kamala Harris wants to do is even less popular than what Joe Biden wanted to do. She wants to go further left than Joe Biden. That's really bad. Joe Biden is being restrained in his instincts because the polling tells him it's terrible, but he's got to do something because progressives are convinced they're the dominant position. Why are they convinced they're the dominant position? Because the media has given disproportionate airtime to their side of the story and, and presented this, uh, this flailing about humanity that really needs the help from, from big brother Joe to get out of their student loans. And the public is actually furious that Joe Biden could bail them out. And Kamala Harris has stood up the president, refusing to be in his video because she's listening to the progressives. And remember, Kamala Harris lost, never even made it to Iowa in the presidential cycle. And the number one criticism of her campaign is that she was too busy listening to the online echo chamber of the left on Twitter. And it cost her her chance to be president. And now she stood up the president because she's still listening to that. Y'all reality and the Democrats are not meeting in the same universe right now. And that's why the Democrats don't see any way for this decision by the Supreme Court on abortion to really help them. Their pollsters realize the party's out to lunch. And now Deep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. greatest things Charlie has ever put together. Now, it's time to protect your retirement savings. Have you seen what the markets are doing? My goodness, we're seeing 40-year high inflation interest rate hikes, and today, stock market crashes, in addition to increased gas prices. If you've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings, your money could be at risk. You don't have a lot of options, but you can consider precious metals, gold and silver in particular. Call my friends at Goldco, 855-904-5933. They're going to send you a free wealth protection kit to learn how to use gold and silver to protect and grow your money. Thousands of retirees are protecting their retirement savings and many are getting $10,000 or more in free silver for doing it. Call my friends at Goldco. Find out how you might qualify for their special offer. They've helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation and stock market crashes. They might be able to help you. They could be a good fit. Text ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. I'll send you back their phone number. Call Gold Co. See if they might be able to help you. Text ERIC to 33777. Coming up at the top of the hour, Clark Howard is going to join me to talk about all the market turmoil we are seeing and what you might be able to do to protect yourself and your retirement. At the bottom of the next hour, Ted Budd... The Senate candidate endorsed by Donald Trump is going to be joining me from North Carolina. He's also sitting U.S. Congressman. We're going to talk about more than his election uh, because he's involved in a lot. He's been been uh, very vocal about the border situation and the economic policies uh, from the, the Biden White House, as well as the Ukraine situation. So it'll be a, a, a deeper interview than just talking about his election. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to both men. Right now, I got to tell you, uh, Georgia has become the next state to ban transgender athletes playing outside their biological sex. In Georgia, a lot of people were critical of the state legislature. The state legislature had a specific ban on transgender athletes playing in a sport uh, disconnected from their biology, and they killed that legislation, and instead— passed a compromise legislation that would allow the Georgia High School Sports Association to make the call. Well, the the Georgia high school athletic, what is it, GHSA, uh, they have in a vote of 61 to 0 said that an athlete in Georgia in public schools or, or in high school sports will have to play in the category of their gender or rather of of their biological sex. So no boys and girls sports in Georgia. It was a unanimous vote. Of the Georgia High School uh, Athletic Association, uh, which is which is a big deal. A lot of people weren't sure it would go that way or that it would be contentious. It was not. Uh, Mississippi and Oklahoma have now, and Tennessee have now also passed these. Uh, the NCAA and other groups are challenging them. The Biden administration says they're going to challenge them. But here, this again goes back to the Democrats being in a bubble. Overwhelmingly, parents support this. And it's driving parents across racial boundaries to vote Republican. Black parents, white parents, Hispanic parents, and Asian parents overwhelmingly support this. They do. And the result is the Democrats are being pushed further and further into the margins of culture. When it comes to the voting and you know what? People will vote for cultural issues. They want to save their culture and the Democrats are given ample reason to vote Republican. Uh, It's just it's amazing how badly they're overplaying their hand on this issue right now. It really is just the most amazing thing. When we come back, Clark Howard is going to join me to talk about the economic situation.